Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Park Late Night West Coast Edition. I say this as if we are recording late night, but we are not. <laughs> uh, I'm to say. Joined by Kunshaw. How you doing? I'm doing great. I love me some pitch clock. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, even though you got like a 9.40 p.m. first pitch, which it, it's different than like 10. Sometimes that'll happen at these games, but I appreciate this yeah. starting that late. And, you know, it ended a little bit after midnight, which is not the end of the world. No, no, it was very reasonable. Yes. It was very well, very much within uh, the Kunsha bedtime frame style. Yes. We are ha- we are happy. Yeah, I just need uh, Aaron Judge to, to tuck you in with his massive arms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, he's hitting homers, take, uh, stealing homers. He can tuck me in. Yeah, and, and uh, having amusing dialogues with Teoscar Hernandez on Twitter. Did you see this? No, I didn't. He robbed Teoscar Hernandez of the home run last night. Right. And then after the game, Teoscar just tweeted, why at the judge? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he quote tweeted with brother, I've seen you hit plenty of home runs over my head over the years. I can have just one. And then the okay emoji. And then like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, we, we endorse we need, it. We need more of that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I just appreciate that. Why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> Because only he is allowed to hit diggers. Him and I guess Jake Bowers. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So Yankees coming off a pretty good series of games. They've won three in a row against the Padres and now Mariners. And that's coming off the heels of dropping three in a row to the first the last two games of the Orioles series and then the first game of the Padres series. So stringing together some mini streaks. We would prefer the just keeping it to the wins, but you know, we're selfish around here. I mean I'm going to say, go ahead and say they should have a 13-game win streak, but Are what you do sure? I know? Well, the, the A's just had an 11-game losing streak. Should they do that, or do you, would you not recommend that? They should have an 11-game streak, but they should win those games instead. Hmm. Mm. Science. Okay. Okay. I think that I is, see the strategy from where you're coming from. That is science. Don't worry Wins about it. are good. Yes. And scoring runs, also good. 
Yes. It's, I mean, it's been pleasant to see the Yankees put up uh, double digits, and I think now back-to-back games. Back-to-back, yep. After they were not really doing a lot for several games there, but they exploded. I think it was like seven runs in the third inning or so uh, on Sunday, and then they just went from there. Much more preferable to that uh, absolutely miserable seventh inning against the Orioles last week, which I don't really want to talk about. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to talk about it, but just not yet. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Well, don't worry. We will cover the the semi-old news, but, you know, we took uh, yesterday off uh, for Memorial Day, and we are back here talking uh, Yankees and Mariners now, and all three of these opponents that the Yankees have played over the past week are teams that could eventually make the playoffs. Obviously, the Padres are massively underachieving, but they are still in that territory. And when you see Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr. swing the bat, you're like, okay, that's uh, that's fair. Yeah, like they haven't done anything just yet, but like it's not a team. That's not a team you want to really sleep on. Obviously, the Orioles are having a you know, fantastic season so far. The Mariners just made the playoffs for the first time in forever last year. So good teams and, you know, one bad inning aside, one God horrific, like awful, horrific inning aside, you know, they, I guess, for the most part, held their own and were solid, I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, that that's just like an inning from hell that you want to never see again. And if that's the low points of the season, then... I guess it's good that's in May, but it still makes you concerned because, boy, that was not a, a fun inning to watch because it's just kids just kept on coming. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, is this like the theater of the absurd? Yeah, no. And you know what? That didn't need to happen. But like blame goes all around. Um, but if you're if you're struggling to get outs and you have people on base and you're eventually turning to Albert Abreu, you deserve that to happen to you. Yeah, Jimmy Cordero was, was throwing pretty poorly in that game too, which has been a bit of an anomaly because he's been pretty good on the whole. Yeah, so was, like I, yeah. I get going to Cordero after Nestor gave up the home run and all right, fine, but then Cordero didn't have it, and then you coughed up the uh, with Cordero, he coughed up the lead. It was five one going into the inning, it was six five when Cordero left, and then you decide we'll put in Albert Abreu to stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely tricky, especially because, like, yeah, they're not really getting – they're still not getting, like, quite the length that they might want from the starters, so they're using everybody all the time. And the last time we mentioned Albert Abreu, like, last week, we were like, oh, he's been better. But still, you want Albert Abreu to No, he's, he's definitely, <laughs> like, in the you – know, I'll say generously the mid- to low-tier leverage class of the bullpen right now, even with – um guys like uh, Matt Crook and Ryan Weber currently taking <laughs> roster spots. <laughs> right. But on the whole, uh, things have been pretty good. Ron Marinaccio has been up and down lately. It seems like he's starting to get back to the rhythm that he was in early in the season, which is good because you know that Ron Marinaccio is very useful to have out there. <laughs> yes. Might have been just some like fatigue or something, but it, good to see it kind of coming back into form. Yeah, I guess we should also talk about Randy Vasquez made his MLB debut, had to uh, sort of pinch hit for Domingo Herman while he was suspended, and uh, they had already demoted Johnny Brito. He looked um, pretty good against the Padres, honestly. Like, they, he only, I believe he only allowed a couple runs, and that was just the game where they got dominated by Joe Musgrove, which, you know, Musgrove's another one of those guys who's had a frustrating season for the Padres, but last season he was one of the better pitchers in the National League, so... Uh, not much you can really do about that. It wasn't Randy Vasquez's fault that the Yankees didn't win that game. Yeah, exactly. That was like during that two and a half game stretch where the offense just decided we're going to take some time. 
Mm-hmm. I think they were boy. I think they were boycotting that seventh inning from uh, in the the Orioles game, so they yeah. decided we're taking two and a half games off. <laughs> yeah, interesting way to uh, protest, but you know, I yes. guess cool flex. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! All yeah. they needed was IKF in that second game of the series to wake them up. Apparently, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I think I talked about this when that happened. At least, if not only on Twitter, but like this is the role that ICAF has always meant to be in to succeed because he was he's not like a starting caliber player to try to push that too much last year. But as a bench guy, like you know, runs really well, can cover a whole bunch of different positions, maybe not like outstanding, but he can cover them and you know, come up with some good contact every now and then. Yeah, that's that's a useful guy to have around, but not yeah, a starter, no, exactly. And like when you say meant to be, I think you mean this was just his destiny, not like yeah, the, Yan- yeah. the Yankees' plans. Because like his pl- the plan last year was for him to be the starter. No, That's they're like, no, this is this is the answer. This is the answer. Yeah, like, really, and it was very much not the answer. But like even last year, you could see some signs of like you know having some usefulness at times, but it's like mm-hmm. overexposure, and he's not somebody who should be starting every day, especially for a team that has quote unquote championship aspirations. That being said having his role like kind of altered or whatever. Uh, and even the start of this year was not great for him, but th- the last couple of weeks, I think he's been really, I guess, accepting his role and just working uh, at it a uh, little bit differently or whatever it's been, he's been doing. It's been working and it's going to work. It's, it's good. You have, you're happy to see it. Cause especially cause he seems like an overall good dude. And especially all the crap that his, his dad dealt with last year on Twitter. And I hated all that. So yeah, to be clear, like I can't <laughs> never deserve any of that. I mean, no one deserves that, but like he no. seems like a terrific guy in the clubhouse. And, you know, he came in early on in spring training this year. I think he pretty much understood like, okay, they're going to go Volpe or Peraza. So I'm just going to make myself as good a utility guy as I can be. So you take that. Yeah. So, and you know, the good contact hitters are sometimes good in certain situations. And that was definitely the right spot for someone to just, you know, line a ball to the, you have to make a play on. So, hooray for IKF. We like it. Yay. Yeah. And a, a lot of credit goes to the offense for on Sunday for coming back against you, uh, Darvish, that they had uh, gone behind a little bit early. Cole had uh, put them behind the eight ball a little bit with some home run troubles. They'd like that to stop, please, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was my original Manfred of the week. Yeah, just because it's like creeping back in there, and over the, you know, after not giving up any in April, but it's just like, mm, can we, can we not? Yeah. But fortunately, you Darvish was in the mood to uh, give up his own. Yes, <laughs> and then some. Yes, and then last night, Yankees did a really good job against um, Bryce Miller, the Mariners. I, I almost said Mason Miller. There are so many like these random young Miller <laughs> pitchers. I, I I almost called him Brad Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's still around. Right, and he was with the Mariners at one point, I believe. He I was. Think. I think he came up with the Mariners. Yeah, exactly. So I kept, like I saw B. Miller, and I was like, oh, Brad Miller. He's oh, pitching. I guess he's pitching now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. It's it's like, the I forgot what team it was, but when I saw B. Li- ben Lively, I think, was that the Reds? I thought Blake yeah. Lively was pitching. I was like, oh, Blake Lively's back. Great. <laughs> Blake Lively, back. <laughs> back on the mound. Easier. <laughs> Yeah, but, but they again, Bryce Miller had got off to a really good start in his first five appearances in the majors, and the Yankees were like, uh, not today, sir. And that's kind of the type of pitchers that the Yankees have struggled with for like years, yeah. like somebody they've never seen, some rookie coming up or whatever. And now that Aaron Judge was like, you know what, not today. Yeah, I'm going to just and- hit a couple home runs, a double, steal a home run. Does that sound good? No, too bad. 
that double wasn't that far from being another home run. No, <laughs> no. It, it, on a different night, that could have been a three homer night, but yeah, we will accept the two homer plus double night. I mean, at least I will. I don't know about Kunj because he's demanding seventy four home runs or busts. So, I mean, I'll say he should hit seventy four tomorrow. Yeah. You know Not what? today. Not today. I'll give him today, but tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. You have your task, Judge. Do it. You've proven Do that it. it didn't matter that you missed 10 games earlier in the month. You still have as, almost as many home runs as you did at this point in 2022. Yeah, just one short at this yeah, point. It's ridiculous. The man does anything which, he wants. Which just le- uh, lends itself to the fact that maybe he shouldn't have gotten on the IL. Maybe you could have had those 10 extra days to have 10 extra home runs, and then you'd be too short. Yeah, just keep guilting his neck. Yes. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Speaking of uh, guilting the neck, Rizzo, that was kind of concerning on Sunday. They pulled him from that game of that weird, like, pickoff collision thing with Fernando Tatis Jr. And, you know, looked like an arm thing at first. But then they announced that it's a little neck issue. They held him out of the game on Monday. They seem to think he'll probably be fine, but that's just Something that we'll have to watch going forward, especially because Rizzo's had some like back stuff in the past, very recent past. So that's all interconnected. So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and like even on Sunday when they took him out, they said it was like precautionary and that he should be fine to play the ne- on Monday the next day. I still didn't expect him to play on Monday, and he didn't. But I'm not reading too much into that just yet. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully. It's nothing too serious, especially with the neck. That's just scary, scary area. <laughs> yeah, and he's been one of the most productive hitters. So definitely want that. Can't want to keep that guy in the lineup. Yeah, love an Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, also love a Harrison Bader, but he also was removed from the game. Uh, this was uh, last night, actually. Uh, just just a seemed like a pretty standard hamstring issue. Ran up the line. They said uh, he was pulled out of the game after that. I think it was the fourth inning. And they said hamstring tightness will get an MRI today. We might not, there might even be results by the time this podcast goes up. But as of now, we have not heard anything. Uh, after the game, Boone did seem to think that he hadn't looked at MRIs yet, but he's like, it didn't seem too serious. So hopefully he can avoid the IL. But man, that's anytime Bader has to leave the game, you're always like wincing because of his injury history. That's just the case with guys like him. Yeah, exactly. And with the, especially with how much time he already missed this season. And we saw how desperate the center field play was when it wasn't Aaron Judge covering him there, but like anybody else was covering him. Which is, and then compared to what you've been getting with Harrison Bader, it's it's a that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, and no, there's a reason that they've been playing so well in man's because they've actually had the you know real major leaguers on the field and then the lineup, and he's been exactly. a dynamic <laughs> presence in the lineup. Yeah, and if Harrison Bader has to miss some time, and then you start throwing IKF back out in center. Yeah. You're not going to have a fun time. <laughs> no, and it's, and it's such a step down even from Bader to an average center fielder. But like, especially if you ever read like Esteban writing about Harrison Bader, it really paints you a picture of just how easily he gets to every ball, basically. And you can get to a lot of these plays without even like diving, really. Like some he will if he needs to, but he just has such a great read on the ball and has a great plan of where to go to. And it's just the mastery of the position. Yeah, and like I'm I'm going to say this with like. There's no real weight behind what I'm about to say. Like, I've seen good, very good center field defense, but, like, in my Yankees fandom, which admittedly isn't as long as a lot of people, but this is the first time I'm just, like, wowed by every single time this guy moves. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, like, such a plan to it, even on regular fly balls. It's just, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's getting a caught. And if it's not caught, then no one would catch it at all. So, like, 
the balls in like like a, a ball could be hit to right, and like sometimes I'm just surprised like Bader's not there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh wow, slacker! Why didn't you run past Aaron Judge and just catch the ball? <laughs> or like like a home run, like going like going over his head. I'm like sometimes just shocked like Harrison Bader isn't like literally flying over the wall and catching yeah. it. But that that that's just how good he is. <laughs> that like I'm expecting superhuman things from him. My only critique is sometimes his throws can be a little bit ill timed or way offline like in that weird play i think it was on sunday where i mean this wasn't even an entirely Bader thing but like he airmailed the catcher then higgy airmailed the ball to third base oh yeah that was the little league home run yeah that was that was another thing that the yankees had to come back from that day because i was just like what are we doing here (laughs) you know what's funny because actually like about a week or so ago i was like thinking about this and i was like I have no idea how good or bad of an arm Harrison Bader has because I think I've only just seen him catch everything. Yeah. <laughs> never had to throw. <laughs> He's never had to throw. So like is he is he does he have a good arm? Does he not? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like decent at the very least, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But, but I guess when you're catching 99% of balls, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the hamstring is fine and the Yankees get Bader right back in the lineup. Wouldn't surprise me if they just sat him tonight regardless, but he is a essential piece in this offense. Yeah. Seems like uh, Trevino should be back during this Mariner series and Ben Warfett will go back to um, chat GPT Un- or whatever. <laughs> unknown commodity. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a little unfortunate, because he's actually looked pretty decent in his very, very limited time. But I will take seeing Jose Trevino out there, because he just has such a good... He's sort of like uh, Bader in center field. He has such a good plan behind the plate for everyone who he's catching, so... Yeah. And especially, like, everyone's just talking about how, like, Garrett Cole needs Trevino back, and I'm just... Which probably is true, but at the same time, Gary Cole just needs to pitch better. But yeah. we'll be happy to get Trevino's defense back no matter what. <laughs> Remember when Higgy was the uh, Cole whisperer? <laughs> and now he's just like, oh, we need Trevino. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'll pitch great to Higgy when Gary Sanchez is my option. But Friendship if I have with... Jose <laughs> Trevino, Higgy, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> wow. Cold. By the way, Gary Sanchez, newest Padre, apparently, as his, con- as his yes. travels continue. Congrats on becoming a new dad. Yeah, he's a dad again. <laughs> dad too. We like will always know. remember the Gary Sanchez Mets era. <laughs> hey, everyone! I think he had that. Uh, he was ca- he caught Max Scherzer on his like best start of the year, and everyone's like, "See, yeah." And then, that, that, that I think goes either that day or the day before he got like thrown out of the play. I'm like, it was terrible. Scent. I'm just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, Gary. Hopefully, he is something i would like his career to not basically be over which it sort of seems like it is it's kind of sad yeah at this point i mean i don't really know what to expect anymore or what to hope for anymore but yeah i would say i hope he signs at the a's just so he can play but i don't want i don't wish that on anyone yeah no no and actually I'd i guess he... that's like the one position that they actually have a real human being at so you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> shay langoliers the lingoliers <laughs> If you say so. Yeah, he's okay. Which is more than I can say for most of the A's. Anyway, this is not an A's podcast, although we've, I now I've brought them up unprompted like twice, which is probably concerning. <laughs> it's just hard not to when they're like 10 and like 112. Yeah, they that's, beat that's the Braves last record. night. 
which is just Did like, they? Oh, yeah, oh, they, they got their eleventh win finally. Yeah, yeah, and they they won seven to two, and that was their biggest margin of victory this year. Oh, so I guess let me amend my statement. They're now eleven and hundred eleven. That's their yeah. official record. Put some respect <laughs> on their name. No respect Woo! for John Fisher and Dave Cavall. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Yeah. Um, more on the injury front. Seems like Carlos Rodon still rehabbing with uh, with the Yankees now. He traveled with them to Seattle, so it seems like they are working on formulating some kind of plan for a rehab assignment. Nothing yet has been announced, but. They are taking the steps. That's the most we can say. Would love to have yeah. him back soon, but I know it's going to be a little bit. Yeah, and I think they said that between like the Mariner series and the Dodgers series that they're going to have him throw a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I imagine once they get back to New York, that's when they'll probably figure out some sort of rehab plan. I'm not saying he's going to start a rehab next week, yeah. just to clarify. <laughs> but I think if all goes well over like the next two, three times he throws off the mound and once they get back home, they'll probably try and figure out like, all right, when, what, what do we do here? Yeah. You, like, you were I, on I the imagine... phone with um, Sparky from the Somerset Patriots. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got the, I got the scoop for you. Good. Yeah. Well, I needed him to confirm John Carlos Stanton starting his rehab because MLB.com wanted to say may start his rehab and confuse me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They're not up. On the latest news, apparently, at the time of our recording. But no. uh, Somerset Patriots have already announced that he will be rehabbing with them today, May 30th. So yes. you, if you're listening, go see Giancarlo play at a double-A park. It's great. Also, it's a nice park. Go, go see Giancarlo. Somehow close your eyes and don't see Josh Johnson, who's also yeah. starting his rehab there. Yeah, I think this is his uh, third rehab game because he was in Scranton last week. But now he's moving on. Tommy Canely also will be with the Patriots. So we could watch him. He's nice. Watch his yeah. tight pants. Go give uh, Josh Johnson some toy to assemble, please. If you do, <laughs> if you do go, if you do go to Somerset to watch yeah, him. Someone setting a nice toy to the Patriots clubhouse. <laughs> some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So. That's what's going on in the Yankees injury front. The sad thing is that it might be good. I don't even, I'm talking myself into this and I probably shouldn't be, but Josh Donaldson, they might actually need back as DJ LeBay, who has looked sort of eh lately, and Oswaldo Cabrera is still not hitting. It's really depressing. Yeah. I think you're at the point where, like, you have to send Oswaldo down. I... Yeah. I think that may end up coming because I, I was thinking, like, maybe they DFA Bowers, but Bowers just had a really good game in Seattle. They're going to have to make some sort of decision when, uh, they activate Donaldson, which does which does sound relatively imminent. So it could see him, but they again they could just farm out as Walter Cabrera. And would it be the worst thing in the world? I don't think so, unfortunately. I love no, that he I can mean, play everywhere, but when he's hitting this poorly, it's he's hitting worse than Aaron Hicks was. Yeah, no, like exactly. Like the defensive abilities are nice and it's good to have, but at this point you really need him to try to do something else, something with the bat, and it's it's just been bad. Like even yesterday when like basically everyone was hitting all the time and like nobody was getting out, he just didn't look great Yeah, uh, in his at-bats. And I think he just needs to spend a couple weeks down in uh, Grant just to kind of hopefully figure something out, readjust or do something. I think if they do send him down to, you know, he's, he's going to wake his way back at some point, but you need to figure out, he needs to do something. And 
right now he's not really helping the team. Yeah, <laughs> besides just thing... being a body to throw out there in any position. <laughs> right. Yeah, the good thing for him is that basically he would be the first man back up in any scenario because he can play basically every anywhere uh, other than behind the plate. But, you know, I don't want to say he can't because maybe he can. <laughs> he probably can, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, just secret catcher. Yeah. <laughs> although, he, although he's probably behind IKF on that depth yeah. chart. I, I I kind of want to see IKF catch at least one inning for the Yankees at some point, just because it'll be funny to me personally. Like, I know he, he did this at the major league level when he came up with the Rangers. Yeah. But it would just be really funny to see him. Oh, IKF is just catching. Just very weird thing that's like, this is, this is a true fact that I know about IKF, that he can catch, but he doesn't look like a catcher at all. Yeah, like... I guess, I guess you could do, like, on the last day of the season when the Yankees have clinched the division and they're up by, like, 15 games or whatever, nothing matters, and Anthony Rizzo's managing, you could have IKF catch an inning that Yeah, day. it would be like when um, Jorge Posada played second base for, like, a hot second. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, almost airmailed Nick Swisher. <laughs> or, or, or they could just have a IKF or, or Oswaldo just play an inning in every position. Yeah, oh, man, that'd be, that'd be beautiful. That's something that they should do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, I bet he's got a mean changeup. He seems like a guy. But... Just have him pitch lasso in case you need to remove him from the game. That's yeah. what... Hey, we know IKF can pitch too. Yes, we have seen that. So maybe we will see Oswaldo sent down. We will find out later in the week. But I guess we should also say Willie Calhoun doesn't seem to be going anywhere. He's actually hitting pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, no, he's been he's been better. Uh, I saw the lineup yesterday. I saw he was hitting third. And it worked. Uh, because, because Rizzo was obviously taking the day off but it was still just confusing to me having missed a lot of the like, games this past week i was like oh okay yes i guess it's okay yeah it's <laughs> and then just... i saw yesterday's game and i was like oh okay good for you <laughs> yeah in may he is hitting 259 358 500 136 wrc plus you take that every day from literally willie calhoun yeah very limited defensively but you know right now they need a DH with Stanton still rehabbing, and he's filled that role this month. So good for you, Willie Calhoun. Yeah. I mean, when Stanton comes back, like, you know, we talked about Cabrera possibly going down with, with Donaldson, but they're also going to need to figure out something between Calhoun and probably Bowers uh, when Stanton comes back as well. So I would be curious to see where that goes. <laughs> yeah. I, my hunch is probably that they would go with Bowers since Calhoun got up to the team first, but maybe hopefully they don't have to have that question answered before it becomes a problem because <laughs> that's, that's yeah. sometimes happens with the yankees it's like what's the answer to this oh the answer is someone got hurt yeah like they, that's what i'm like wondering about harrison bader is like and i think even like whoever i forgot who was calling the game yesterday they're like man the yankees just keep trying to get healthy and it's just not happening <laughs> yeah it is it is the sisyphus rolling the boulder up the hill and grand as we've talked about before this is the yankees roster this is just what happens with them but yeah oh boy Right. Alas, what can you do? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, take a quick ad break and we will right back to wrap up the show. Woo. And we're back. All right. So let's uh, do our weekly B ref check in. What do we got going on? So the baseball reference leaderboard, Aaron Judge has taken the top spot, which is not surprising at all, considering Garrett Cole has decided to just give up home runs in the month of May. Um, as after basically being, you know, phenomenal to start the season it's been a rough going the last few weeks for him hopefully he can figure it out but uh yeah Aaron Judge leading the leading the way as he is one to do especially as the Yankees captain 
Following him is Garrett Cole, Anthony Rizzo. That's why, you know, him potentially missing any amount of time would be hurtful. My Prince, my sweet Michael King at fourth. And riding, rounding out the top five, Harrison Bader. Following him is the injured Ian Hamilton, <laughs> Anthony Volpe, Glaber Torres, stupid Domingo Herman, Clay Holmes still up here, you know, you know, after he made his uh, return last week. Luis Severino, who's pitched all of two games. He back. <laughs> He's back. He's been worth half a win so far. So, you know, you love to see it. And rounding up the top 12 is Wandy Peralta, the ever steady Wandy. Yeah, Wandy Peralta, I think, is just a good bet for someone who will hang around <laughs> somehow all year. Because <laughs> he just yeah. always keeps appearing in innings and generally reliable. But, you know, a shout out to Sevy though, for making it in there again with literally two starts. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> but he's a good guy. He's useful to have. This is my hot take. Yes. Love a Severino. Yes. All right. So, sir, B rep check in. Nothing terribly shocking there other than Ian Hamilton still being around. But I guess yeah. we will see how long that lingers. I know he's going to be out for a little bit, but we'll see. Hopefully, he's not, he doesn't go the way. Hopefully, he doesn't go the way of Corey Kluber the, oh. a couple of years ago. <laughs> Corey Kluber, who I believe was recently demoted to the Red Sox bullpen. Wait. We not what you want. Yeah, well. Okay. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up with our Yankee and Manfred of the week. My Yankee of the week is going to be IKF. Ooh. I mean, it's been it's been a solid week from him. He has a 900 OPS, 143 WRC plus. Um, you know, just been a solid week. He's uh, he's got a home run and stuff in there. He had the game winning hit uh, against the Padres in that uh, extra innings game. And it just it seems like he's adjusted to his new role. Uh, I don't know when I'll ever have an opportunity to give it to him again. <laughs> but, you know, wanted to shout him out here. So, IKF, you're my Yankee of the week. I think that's very fair. Um, give him his flowers while you can. And maybe he'll have another uh, surprising week at some point. But for now, yeah, IKF, got to walk off. And some extra base hits, which, again, you don't know how much you're going to get of those. So, yeah. kudos he- to IKF. He's walked exactly zero times this week, but he has a 300 batting average and a uh, 600 slugging percent. So. Yeah, well, he he's not a man about the walks. He's there to get some contact, baby. A lot of times the contact is weak, but not today. IKF noted power hitter for this week. I'm going to take the coward's way out and say Aaron Judge for my Yankee of the week because uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put the other the Yankee of the week back in, aren't I? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh well. Yeah, he's good. He's good at baseball. Yeah, four home runs in uh, the past week, uh, including three in the past two games. He, yeah, he is absurd. Again, leading the American League in home runs, missed 10 games. Who cares, man? And I think I saw, like, as of yesterday's game, he's atop the WRC leaderboard throughout the majors, or at least the American League or something, which is rightfully where he belongs. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's good at this. That's what, that's what I say. Yeah, no, Major League wide, he's the leader. Past Yandy Diaz, who is, uh, I guess, I don't want to say, even say slow down a little bit because he's still doing pretty, doing pretty well. But when your competition is Aaron Judge, then yeah, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, also, apparently, someone named Ryan Noda has a 150 WRC plus for the A's, so they have that going for him. That's made up. Oh my god, I'm bringing up the A's again. It's time to wrap this. <laughs> We need to go. <laughs> I have an issue. All right. With the Manfred of the Week is me for constantly bringing up the A's. Yes. <laughs> and I'm also just going to sh- uh, give a special shout out to that seventh inning of that Baltimore game on Ugh. the 24th. 
yeah, that's my man for the week. It was going to be Garrett Cole because I have not been happy with him, but yeah, that inning, no, bad, bad, yeah, bad. So much bad went on. Didn't like that. Not a yeah. fan. <laughs> that's all I need to say on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So coming up, got the rest of this, the rest of this West Coast trip with uh, two more games in Seattle. Then they will have to deal with the Dodgers to three games. And those are going to be some very interesting showdowns because the Dodgers are again just. They're the Dodgers. They're the powerhouse. They just always are. Yeah, but they also have like, be... a bunch of injuries, so we'll see. It should be it should be a fun series, hopefully, uh, at least a competitive series. Yeah, he said talk about oh the Dodgers have a bunch of injuries, like Yankees don't have a bunch of injuries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and they still have, Yankees are still have to figure out how to pitch to uh, Freddie Freeman and uh, Mookie Betts and all those good guys. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's not going to be easy at all. <laughs> no, Dodgers, man, uh, they're unbelievable. <laughs> Remember yeah. when everyone's like, oh, yeah, this is the Padres here and the Dodgers. Like, now it's just us again. <laughs> I still have the Padres doing something this year. Go, dads. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm I'm a little worried about the dads, but I think that they'll at least rally for a wild card spot. They're, they're too talented, right? Right? I, I would I would imagine so, but who knows? Ugh. You can follow us on Twitter at Pinstripe Alley, at Podument Park, at Mearns PSA. All right. That's what's going on. After this, they're back home for to play the White Sox, and we will probably talk to you around the time that series begins or shortly thereafter. So uh, until then, go Yankees, go baseball. Went out in the West Coast. Woo! Let's do it.